Welcome to the Native Diamond Podcast. Oh shit! What you waiting for? Yo, what the fuck is up everyone? Seth Mc here, back again with another podcast episode. I'm back. Thank you guys for tuning in to a new episode. It really does mean a whole lot. And before I get to talking about today's episode, I want to shamelessly plug that you can support the podcast. There are links down below. It is through Anchor. You can donate any amount. It could be some change. It could be whatever you want. Any contribution helps the podcast. It keeps the lights on around here. So it really does mean a lot to me. Anyways, I hope you guys have been doing well. I just got back from an epic one-night camping trip with my wife this Memorial Day weekend. It was just Sunday. It wasn't actually the whole weekend, but it was Sunday through Monday. We did it at Morrow Mountain State Park in North Carolina. It was absolutely beautiful, and it was great to be able to get away just from the hustle and bustle of everything. I hope you guys had an awesome memorial day weekend and i hope you guys made memories with your family of course um we cannot forget about the ones who were left behind and the ones that have fallen in times of war so that we can you know have these freedoms that we do in the states i want to give a special shout out to all my veteran friends out there and i hope you guys are doing well if anyone is struggling that's close to me or they feel like they're close to me, you can always reach out to me, okay? Hit me up on Instagram. You can even do it through the podcast. I'm always down to listen, to help, whatever I can do. It may not be much, but, you know, I offer my support and love. You know, I hope everyone is doing well out there. I really do. Um, I know I struggle with some things myself. So, I'm going to donate this episode today to mental health. You know, I struggle just as much as everyone else out there. And, uh, you know, I just want to give a special shout out to those who are struggling with anxiety, depression, whatever it is. I support you and I'm here for you. I'm always going to be your friend. But anyway, let's let's turn this around. We're going to have a great time today. This is a special episode. I got to talk to Jake of Morning in May. That's right. You heard it. It was a pleasure speaking with you. We got to speak about this whole emo revival going on right now with pop punk, be it the scene, whatever you want to call it. We kind of focused around like how to get signed to a record label. This guy's worked with people like Garrett Rapp of The Color Morale, Justin Morrow of Ice Nine and Motionless, and of course Craig Mabbitt of Escape the Fate, Bless the Fall, and The Word Alive. So this guy's worked with a lot of people. I would, you know, seriously consider everything that he says in the episode for people that are trying to grow their band and they don't really know what to do next. Uh, Maybe this will be helpful. Stick around. We're going to play some music. I know this was a lengthy intro, but you know what? I love you guys. All right. It's been a while. Actually, it hasn't. It's been like a week. We're going to get into this episode. Here's my conversation with Jake from Morning in May. Let's get it. But a hundred tries. Just running from the Right back on your feet, just so you can take it. 
What's up, my dudes? Seth Nick here. This is Native Diamond Podcast. Thank you for tuning in as always. And today, I'm hanging out with Jake from Morning in May. What's going on, dude? Woo! What's up? How's it going? Pretty good. I can't complain. Um, so how's your evening doing in Ohio? I, my evening in Cleveland is very wet. Uh, it's very cloudy. It's very uh, boring. And it's kind of sad. <laughs> I feel that. Um, no, it's, it's kind of like raining over here. So getting a similar vibe for sure. Uh, yeah. But thank you so much for like, you know, doing this podcast. And um, I've recently checked out the band or whatever. Um, recent new fan of the band. I really like what you guys are doing. Um, so explain to me, like, how long have... No, actually, you guys have went through a recent lineup change, correct? We did. It was It was kind of weird, yeah. Uh, so, so COVID kind of like rocked the boat a little bit. We, uh, we were just going on tour after tour and stuff. Uh, we kind of had, like my guys were burned out. They were like, uh, they were, they're starting to get a little older and stuff. And they're like, I don't, I don't know if we can keep doing this and all that stuff. And like, and I was like, all right, cool. So we got, we got new members and then, uh, they were just friends of mine, but we, we were writing music and stuff and COVID kind of just fizzled everything out. So mm-hmm. just kept going. I understand that. Um, no, I totally get that. How old are you, by the way, if you don't mind me asking? I am now 26. All right. Sick. I'm 30. So <laughs> there we go. Yeah, dude, I'm getting up there, man. Um, but I've followed the scene, you know, I say that with the air quotes, I guess since like, I don't know, fucking 09, 08 or something like that. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of like one of those things that once you get in it, you're kind of like indebted to the scene in a way. Yeah, for sure, man. I, I can't escape if I tried. Yeah. So like, I want to ask the obvious question or, you know, maybe I'm seeing things, but is there like an emo revival going on at the moment or am or am I just seeing things? Huh. Yeah, there's there's definitely uh, it's getting weird. I don't know what it's gonna be, um, but I mean, like MGK started doing stuff. Mod Sun, um, it, it's a different kind of it's a new wave. Yeah, I mean, I I talk to people about this all the time. Like all of the all of the emo bands back in the day, they're starting to like do like returns revivals the old bands are getting back together and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. uh yeah man definitely there's there's something going on (laughs) um i think it's it's probably just because you know like people that grew up listening to this type of stuff i mean that's like kind of like all they've known and like you know they basically became loyal to the scene right so yeah. Um, like what are some like bands, I guess, that you're super loyal to and you always kind of return to in a, in a sense? Oh, for sure. Uh, Fallout Boy. I don't know why, man. Like 2000, 2003 when I heard him and on, it's just always I just listen to him. Like today, I listen to probably six of their songs. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fallout Boy, All Time Low. Um, I just I don't know something weird about it <laughs> i feel you um do you like get on tiktok a lot i didn't really like try to look you up on tiktok but um not so much i had a videos that just kind of 
I'm trying to figure out the medium, but it's so weird. Like we'll post a song and it'll get a couple hundred or like a thousand views. And then I post something stupid and it just like gets thousands and thousands and thousands of views. It's I, I don't like it. I think it's kind of weird, but my, <laughs> my manager's just like, dude, TikTok, it's the way to go. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, do all that stuff. Now he, just, he like, he, there was a point where he just called me all the time. He's like, Hey, are you on TikTok? Are you making a video? Okay. Make a video. Like that. I'm like, dude, I don't, I'm too old for this, man. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I feel you. I've been trying to get on there more and just kind of like, I don't know, loosen up, I guess. But yeah, there is a sense of like, am I too old for this? Cause you look at all the trends and stuff like that. And you're like, man, like, I don't know if I'm really trying to do that. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, you just got to adapt, I guess you got to figure yeah. it out, see what you like about it. And then it's a very like niche kind of platform. You have to, whatever you do or whatever you like, just do that over and over and just keep doing that. Don't really deviate. It's, it's a weird, the algorithms all kind of weird. It's better than the other ones, but if you do the same thing, like a podcast would be great. Like if you just do little clips on that and just keep going, it kind of, it'll, mm -hmm. it'll build. Yeah. That's, uh, that's interesting. Like I was kind of like anti TikTok at the beginning uh -huh. and you know, of course I've lightened up or whatever, but yeah, yeah. I, I think that I think anyone in the creator realm is definitely like you, you should definitely get on that platform for sure. Um, I don't know. It's kind of like trying to catch my space like early because like it is an app for music, I guess. So it's like, I don't know. It just feels more appropriate than like Instagram or something like that. Almost. Yeah, I that's kind of that's how I felt about it. I was like, it's it was originally made for music. It's it's kind of going away from that now, but yeah just i like being open to stuff for sure <laughs> well anyway uh sorry sorry to bore you with this tiktok uh shit but anyways um it's it's new to me so like I, i'm just kind of like it's still kind of fascinating i guess in a sense yeah um but yeah there's still that mystery of trying to figure it out but all right so i want to play the first game that way i kind of get a feel for uh what you listen to in general so we're gonna put you through the hot round if you don't mind and uh, i'm gonna ask you a couple bandy the or questions promise there won't be too many of them and um i don't know the golden rule of thumb is just say the first thing that comes to mind and we'll kind of talk about uh your answer before we get into the next one so i'll kick it off with the first question all right if i die first or outline in color um if I die first. Okay, cool. Um, are you super familiar with this band? Not so much. Um, I've heard both. Um, I think I, I think I just like the vibe. I like the feel of if I die first. I feel, you. I feel like I would see like your band and that band like on the same bill somewhere, like kind of have the same type of emo vibe. I think that's why I like them. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's sick. Um, so like your existing members right now, like um, I feel bad because like there's not like a whole lot of bio that I was like looking up. So and like I, I like to get it straight from the source as well. So like, um, do you have like a drummer guitarist deal right now, or like how's that look? I do actually. So I have I have friends just filling in. Um, I kind of sat down with my manager and like the label and stuff and, uh, and my booking agent. And I was like, Hey, what do you guys think? And they're like, 
yeah, you should probably just have people like fill out because I mean, I, I kind of do everything. So mm -hmm. I just have friends like come in for tours and stuff. It kind of, it's, it's cool. Cause it just, it's a fresh feel every time. And I don't know if you've ever been like in a van with somebody for a month or whatever, but <laughs> it's cool if you just keep filtering them out, you know, I feel that it's, cool it's, it's like chapters. It's, it's kind of neat. That's interesting. So like, um, trying to kind of deviate from this a uh, little bit, but like, um, are you like your own like identity now? Like, do you feel that way? Or like, are you a solo yep. artist or like, how's that look right now for like your band? I mean, I was never, and I tell everybody this, like since the beginning, I've never been like, a, I, it's like a team effort kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I kind of like building something together and all that stuff. But man, it's, honestly it's it's just been me the whole time like it it sucks and i'd, I'd rather have it another way but like it i guess it just works man i don't know like i i kind of know what's best i write the songs i do all the business and stuff um my my old guitarist that unfortunately just uh he we we had to separate for his uh like his health and stuff i mean it got it got really bad for him so mm -hmm. we're all like we're all like on speaking terms and stuff. It's all like fine. It's right. not like big brawl or anything, but <laughs> it, it kind of, I did what I needed to do in their lives and they, I guess did what they needed for me. But like, I mean, if I do interviews or anything like that, it's, it's always me. I, I kind of just take care of everything and the guys, I just like to take care of them as well. So mm -hmm. like they have to do anything except for show up and play. So I kind of just, they they were they just called me like dad and stuff on the road i just <laughs> care of everything so no that, that's dope um now i was just curious because you know the way everything kind of is presented on like social media it kind of does look like that you know from like the yeah. outside looking in so i was kind of curious as to that but um no i think that's really cool and that's kind of why i threw in the if i die first thing because you know little lotus is kind of doing that yeah. Um, like on his own terms and you know he signed to epitaph so it, yeah. it makes more sense i feel like now for like a solo person because you don't have to split i would imagine you wouldn't have to split up the royalties as much yeah man yeah it's it's all it's all the same as far as it like it all it's just me yeah that's cool now yeah. i respect that a lot um no i, I was um sorry it just kind of hit me now but like I've, I've been looking to you know have this conversation with someone that's kind of doing like the band thing but on an independent um on independent terms i guess yeah, absolutely so that's sick um i did something similar or whatever that's kind of what native diamond uh stemmed from um i tried to do like a solo project because i was in bands and i hated it like i fucking just i really just don't like being in bands like it's creative space and uh, you know, you kind of want to have it your way in a sense, right? Like as a creator. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I just like equal support and stuff. Like I'm, I'm totally open as far as like creative, as long as it sounds good is was kind of my like uh, angle, but mm -hmm. I mean, it, at the end of the day, it's like attitudes and it's like, Hey man, if you don't want to put in the work, then I guess I don't need you. Yeah. I feel that next question. This should be easy for you. My Chem or Paramore? Oh, Paramore. All right. <laughs> you said that with ease. Yeah. I mean, I like My Chem, but like they, 
they never i don't know why and it's it, it wasn't like overhyped or anything because i i mean i've been listening to them as long as anybody else has uh i, I liked what my chem did but i think paramore just like hit me way harder i understand that definitely um it definitely had more of an influence on like me getting into heavier music yeah and <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i got into my chem uh solely because at the time i was trying to impress this girl this that's like emo girl <laughs> and she was like oh that's my favorite band and i was like oh shit. like i didn't really know that band so of course i did what any desperate guy would do and like started backtracking the catalog yeah so that's guilty uh you know as charged yeah i will admit that one <laughs> but um all right next question curious to see as uh what you answer out of this out of these two i can't talk right now sorry all right anyway nothing nowhere or mgk damn uh okay so like here's the thing <laughs> um i'm gonna have to say mgk because he's from cleveland For uh, sure. i've listened to him longer I don't listen to his rap stuff 100%. Like, I've heard a lot of it, and I support him. I support anybody from Ohio. Like, I just... I feel that. They're, where they're, if they're from Ohio, I, they're automatically, like, they're just on my... They're on my good list. Um, <laughs> I feel that. But I like... I like what MGK is doing now. I don't necessarily... I don't... I don't know which one's better. Um, right. The stuff that I'm writing is more like Nothing Nowhere. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to say, yeah, I'm going to say MGK. I feel that. Cleveland, yeah. <laughs> I understand that. And uh, I would probably do the same thing because I'm from North Carolina. So there's not a whole lot of claim to fame. So like when you can back them up, right? Right, right. All right. Uh, next one. I don't know if you know this band. Um, they're kind of new to me, so we'll see what you say. But Patient 67 or Meet Me at the Altar? Uh, probably Meet Me because I know them more. I've definitely heard of Patient 67. Um, okay. They're one of the bands that I've probably heard about in the last year and just haven't given them like a chance yet. All right. Um, it's kind of funny because I was doing some research about uh you know morning in may and patient 67 popped up on a few playlists and i checked them out they they, they kind of sound sick it's like a kind of like an easy core thing it kind of reminded me of like a heavier day to remember i um, i think i found out because they were on like our pandora station or something like i was just flipping through or somebody somebody was listening to our Pandora station and they, they were like, Hey, have you heard this band? I think that's how I figured out or found out about them. Cause they, yeah, I, I heard that they were like easy core or something like that. And I was like, Oh, that sounds pretty cool. But like, I, I don't know, man, I usually, when I listen to all these new bands, I'm usually on the road cause there's a lot of time and I just sit there and go, okay, what band is everybody talking about? Throw them on. Let's, let's listen to an album or something. Like that. That's sick. And, um, I don't know. Like, do you have more than or more than just Spotify? Like, do you only use Spotify or like? Um, I honestly, I just use like YouTube and stuff. I don't even, I don't use Spotify all too much. Um, honestly, so probably Pandora and YouTube. 
Oh shit. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm always curious as like to like where people find new music and stuff like that. Yeah, I think I think Pandora friends or yeah, definitely for uh, friends. I'm gonna have to say that's where. I've oh, sick. Got everybody. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Um, next one. Let's try these two. Point North or Fame on Fire? Fame on Fire. Oh, shit. You said that pretty confident. Um, so, like, what about that band um, made you choose them? Because um, I haven't really listened to Point North all that enough to give them, like, I, I, don't, I don't have anything behind it to for me to pick them, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I feel that. Man, I've I've heard about and known about them for a while, yeah. Yeah, they're cool. And they're kind of like um I don't know, I heard a podcast of them and I don't want to like like say false information, but I believe they're kind of like doing the same thing as you. Um and they also produce some like emo rappers or whatever. Yeah. From what I've heard. So that that's pretty interesting. Wow. Um yeah, it just seems like a lot of people are like doing like DIY band stuff um you know between friends and whatnot honestly it's that's that's kind of what the music industry has made everybody so it's it's weird um you've you've been in bands right i have yeah well it's like high school nothing serious okay so back in the day like what you wanted to do is like get signed and then the label pays for this and does that and puts you on like little tours and then you build your name on that now it's like they don't even I've I've talked to so many labels and so many like just friends in the business that are like, yeah, if you honestly, if you can't do it yourself, like if you can't do everything yourself, then we don't even want you. Um, you got to have you got to like the more you can do for yourself and the less a label has to do for you, the more inclined they will like you. That makes but sense. Yeah, it, it's kind of weird because you don't need them like now you don't really need labels anymore because you can kind of just do everything yourself and as mm -hmm. long as hustling and your songs are popping it's like that's all you need i feel that well like all right so speaking of that since we're on the subject um i saw some kind of like record label switch ups i guess like because you know on the bottom of spotify it tells you like where you know who put yeah. out the album whatever so yeah. like uh for you guys personally so you went through Needful Things Records, and are you now on Manic Cat Records? Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> so Needful Things Records is owned by Tragic Hero Records, mm -hmm. and Tragic Hero wanted to they threw us on Needful Things to try to boost up the label, to try to get the label more clout or whatever. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so they did. We we did an EP with them, um, and then it it was fine. I mean, it was it was all right. Um, they weren't doing anything I couldn't do for myself, so I kind of was like, "Uh, I don't want to." I think we're done with this. We kind of outgrew the label, hmm. and then uh, we we got pitched. A friend of ours pitched us to Manicat and said, Hey, like, why don't you check out this band? They reached out to us and then we kind of were talking and figuring out what to do. And, um, I wanted to make sure that that wouldn't happen again. Like they could offer us something that I couldn't already do. Yeah. And, yeah. And they were, they were totally about it. The label completely like all of their A&R reps and stuff 
love the songs, love the band, all that stuff. And they're like, yeah, for sure. So we, That's it was cool. kind of, yeah. That's dope. Um, so like, I mean, do you feel a lot, a lot more comfortable now or like, you know, of course the, you've been through all that process or whatever. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, I definitely don't have to worry about as much. Um, they give us more and they do more for us and I, they're more, uh, like I'm, we're, we're friends with everybody at Tragic Hero. Um, it just was a, it just was a relationship that wasn't working out. Um, yeah. and this one kind of is, you know, when you, when you date somebody and you're like, ah, oh, this is going anywhere. Then you get a new girlfriend and you're like, oh yeah, this is what I was missing. So <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. All right. Sick. Well, you know, congratulations. Uh, also. That's that's good to get out of a situation that's not beneficial, I guess. Yeah, definitely. All right, next one. Um, you definitely know these two. So, our last night or I prevail. Oh man. Oh, I don't. <laughs> uh. Wow, that is so weird that you say them because they are equally. I I equally dislike them as much as each other. I don't really. <laughs> I don't like I Prevail because I respect them. They're cool. They're fine. Yeah. They, they're doing well. Um, I don't like his voice. And I don't like that Our Last Night does so many covers. I mean, that's kind of what their band is. Yeah, yeah. I don't not like them at all because they're doing great. Like, they're it's absurd. I would definitely, like, <laughs> shake their hands for sure. They're yeah, just yeah. not my kind of stuff. I, feel that. I guess I would go with I Prevail because I've seen them. I saw them with like Neck Deep and Pierce the Veil and they were fine. They put on a good show. And every time I hear our last night, I'm like, I can do this cover way better. So <laughs> <laughs> I feel that that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like I've, I've just kind of seen them like everywhere lately, like all over TikTok, all over just everywhere, like Spotify it's just crazy. Like I can't get on any uh, playlist without seeing our last night. It's just funny. Yeah, they're crushing it in some way. Uh, uh, song, I think. Oh, what did they do? It just came out. I listened five times. Yeah, I forgot too. Like, um, I know they did the Toy Story one, but there's one after that, and I was like, damn. Yeah. But anyway, um. Oh, actually, um, a sick cover, like, uh, just off the top here, but, like, have you heard the band uh, Tala? Tala? Tala. It's, like, T-A-L-L-A-H. Tala, I think. But anyway, uh, like, um, they did a cover of um, the Aladdin song. What was it? Friend of Me, Friend of Me, or whatever it is. Friend of Me? Not Friend of Me. God damn it. What is it? The one that the genie sings, but... Friend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they did that, and it's super. It's sick. It's like heavy. They're like kind of like um. They kind of remind me of Slipknot, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Kind of more, a little bit more new metal. Yeah. But I don't know. Interesting. Sorry, that was just kind of random, but (laughs) I wanted to plug that. Okay, that's it. We gotta take a break. Okay, I want to play a fucking banger for you guys from Morning in May. This is going to be this week's Hidden Gem in this whole mid-roll section, okay? You come here to hear those fucking hot songs that you never thought you needed, but 
you are right now years old and here we go we're gonna spin some shit for you this is a cover song okay morning in may it's called without me you'll know it i promise <laughs> it's a super sick cover and you know per request jake wanted this song played okay we discussed this off air and you know what i just want to thank you guys for sticking around okay i really do appreciate it go listen to some more morning in may if you like emo screamo type stuff pop punk you're gonna love this band i promise you let's take a break let's jam some fucking music okay i'm about to eat this churro let's get it break down churro let's do this
and, and we're, back. we're back all right i'm interested to see like what you have to say about this so like there's this there's always this question if there was an alternative music stock market who would you rather put stock in and i always change these bands up but this week i chose attila or enter shikari oh attila for sure oh shit um yeah. so why'd you choose them so my uh my manager manages a band on franz's label and my manager talks to franz all the time i don't know lately because of what's going on um mm-hmm. but i just franz is a good business guy he's kind of weird but he knows he knows the business and he kind of knows how to do stuff i right. i think they're i think he is a smarter band right because they know what they're doing there's their songs have no <laughs> <laughs> there's they know what they're doing they know they're absurd they know they just know how to play the game so yeah i think they're on the good side of it too like i mean like you said they can kind of play that card a little bit more i don't know like i feel like it's easier to play the villain card nowadays yeah like as far as publicity is concerned i mean maybe that's been like that the whole time maybe maybe that's been the move like you know you think of like marilyn manson uh you know like i'm I'm referring to like back in the mtv days not like not this guy whoever is getting charged with whatever now but yeah But, uh, you know, not referring to that, but like, you know, back in the day, like, um, you know, shock rock or whatever, you know, like, uh, what is your opinion on that? Like, do you feel like nowadays you kind of have to have an aesthetic to stand out or, um, you know, has that work now in, you know, 2021? Um, I think, I think if you do anything that's kind of disingenuous, uh, it's not it won't last like it's not like nobody's going to talk about it till in 20 years but i think if you want the i think if you want it to last you have to be genuine to yourself and what you're doing if you want it to stand the test of time i think if you want now and for a little bit i think yeah i think whatever you do crazy stuff if you do stuff that just isn't like if you think of any band ever whoever does the craziest stuff um or does shock value stuff it's shocking for a second and then you have five people that do it and then you're kind of like okay well now it's you just level the playing field a little bit now you just brought everybody's palette a little a little duller than what it was so i feel that definitely um but anyway that was all I really had for the hot round because I, I wanted to get into some other shit. But anyway, I hope you have fun with those. Yeah, <laughs> all right, sick. Um, I don't know why either or style questions are always so fun, but you know, oh. they're, <laughs> but anyway, I, I wanted to ask you this question. Um, you know, so like your newest song, um, yeah. and I'll, and I'll try to say how it's written, but like, uh, you up text from death. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that that's a cool title and i've kind of noticed with like this title and other song titles you've kind of brought back that that early 2000s vibe where you kind of like use a sentence yeah (laughs) that's sick Uh, yeah i mean i like i like things that you can like type in that are not really things um Um, yeah i there i hate band names and i hate song names like 
they I just don't like stupid ones. I don't like simple ones. I don't like it's got to be a reference to something. It's got to be it's got to be long. I don't know why. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so, like, I'm just curious, like, what are, what are some bands that you listen to? Because I, I know I kind of asked you. Oh, shit, there you go. I thought I lost you for a second. But, um, of course. you know, of course, I asked you, like, some bands, like, do you like between these two? But, like, what are some bands that you actually listen to right uh, nowadays? Um, now and lately. So, I don't know if you've ever heard of, like, Mariana's Trench. They're, like, a Canadian band. Okay, I've heard of them uh, just because of uh, typing in August Prince Red's song, and then I saw that it was an artist. Yeah. Um, cool. We were here technical difficulties. There you go, man. Yeah. Uh, so I like, I mean, All Time Low, The Used. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of mods on an MGK lately. I'm just trying to get a feel for what's to come and the new age kind of pop punk stuff going on. I mean, like the story bar, neck deep, sleeping with sirens, all the every 13 year old girl listened to from 2003 to 2012. Um, yeah, I don't. I think that's. I mean, there's so much more. I listen. Yeah, to I'm sure. No, that's yeah. dope. Um, I mean, I find myself listening to like that type of stuff like a lot especially here lately um i've been listening to a lot of the stories so far so <laughs> you don't have to feel like guilt uh ridden right now you know like i'm cool with it um so like you know we talked about this emo revival or whatever um have you kind of always stuck to the script as far as doing this and like you've been in the scene for a long time like how do you feel about people now do you feel like people are like biting your style, so to speak, or like what what is your opinion on it? Um so it's weird. Like if you I just kinda I just kinda do what I like and it ends up being I've never <laughs> I've never been like I'm emo or anything yeah. like ever in my life. I just I just kinda like I guess I just like the bands and then everything else just comes around with it. Uh, like I, I DJ emo night around here. Okay. Uh, they, they have me like, well, okay. So I, d I did it like twice. They, they guessed, they had me guest DJ. Well, I guess, and this was like before the shutdown and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I did it and I guess it went way more well than it did before. Cause I guess the, the dj or whoever they had before didn't really know like emo music i guess i don't know what he did <laughs> i don't know what emo night if you don't know emo stuff uh so they had me come in and i guess it just went over super well for them and they had me come back and i actually just did it last friday i believe nice. just yeah man the scenes completely it it oversold out by like 50 people damn it was it's cool man everybody it everybody still listens to that kind of stuff everybody back then obviously still listens to it uh, and i think people are starting to come back i mean everything just comes full circle so it's mm -hmm. in my mind it's like a 15 year loop so whatever was cool 15 years ago it just comes back and comes back so that's that's fucking true though like 
because you don't realize it at the time because of like you know you're young or whatever but like how you're saying like you know it comes back around but you know looking back on what was popular when you know i was coming up you know as a kid or whatever in the music scene um yeah definitely i'm kind of seeing like that resurgence coming back around every now and then um you know like in your bio so like here's a question i've been wanting to ask or whatever so like you know you had mentioned working with like garrett from the color morale and justin from ice nine and motionless and craig mabbitt and all these people so like how did you get plugged in with these people and um you know how did that fit into the timeline of the band uh that's it's a cool story so like uh i guess i'll we'll start from the beginning so garrett uh you, if you've never heard of the color morale, you should definitely listen to them. They're amazing. Uh, they're good band. That's they're uh, they're cool. They're a very like very emotional band for sure. Um, my guitarist Josh, who was with me for about six, seven years, mm-hmm. uh, he would go to their shows all the time, and uh, he would he would talk to Garrett at shows and all that stuff. Well, Garrett gave him his contact info and was like, Hey, do you want to do guest vocals on a song? And uh, he was like, yeah, of course. So he did. Um, he only charged us enough to like go record. So like he did it for free for us and he yeah. just needed to pay his like sound guy to record him. Uh, like his, his uh, recording fee. And we were like, yeah, for sure. So it was like a couple hundred bucks. No problem um so that was cool um he did it and it it turned out great uh and i i write everybody's parts so whatever you hear whoever guest vocal whatever um i write the lyrics um and i kind of give them guidelines on what to do and then they, they kill it every time um justin justin was a nice nine kills for like ever for like 12 years um, yeah so we while ice nine was on the rise and they were getting more they were just building momentum and stuff um again josh josh went to their shows when like 10 people were there mm-hmm. just kind of kept with them and uh we we started talking to Justin cause he posted something about like, Hey, like I'll, I'll like produce your song or like, I'll, he's like, if anybody needs any help writing, mm-hmm. we kind of did. We, we messaged him. We're like, Hey man, what do you think? And he's, he said he loved the band. He thought it was sweet. We loved what we were doing. Like he, he didn't charge us anything just out of the goodness of his heart. He was like, Shit. yeah, we just sent him stuff. He would send us videos of him. Like, how about you guys do this for this part? And he kind of like, he he helped us develop a better songwriting method mm-hmm. um and then yeah that that built and then we we started like hanging out and seeing them at like festivals and stuff and we, we'd be playing the same places and our our band was making the climb uh we we hung out at like launch music conference um that's oh, kind of okay. we go there all the time uh but yeah ice nine was there and justin came over and spencer and they uh we became like solidified friends i don't know uh justin bought us like drinks and stuff they actually sat seven feet in front of me when we had to play our show they were like front and center right there making me super nervous so (laughs) they were just like don't mess up 
So it was kind of funny. That's it. Yeah, so so Justin switched over to Motionless and White. I mean, we still keep in contact. I'm gonna go see him here, like September. Um, yeah, man, he it was weird. It was weird. He has to like come stay with us and like write while he still is in Ice Nine. Um, and we were like, well, obviously we're not gonna have you sleep on our couch. <laughs> we're like, I don't know how to house you. <laughs> um, Let's say. So that that was that. I mean, we're we're still friends, and we still kind of check in. Uh, and then Craig. So my producer of the old song. So the song that just came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, my he's out in L.A. Um, he knows. He knows Craig somehow. Like they, he knows Escape the Fate. Like they like work together. They've they've like produced stuff together. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lenny. Uh, Lenny's Lenny Morales is our our producer and he goes uh he's like hey you should like have Craig in your song and I said okay and <laughs> he's like really he's like message him so I I messaged him and he he got back to me and he's like yeah like he got back to me in like two minutes damn and it was he was like yeah send me the song I did and he liked it he thought it was sweet and yeah that's it that's really cool yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny that like everyone in the scene is like, like that six degrees thing. Like everyone's so like plugged in to, yeah. you know, another band, like so easily. It's, it's nuts, man. I've, I've met so many people just because of a friend of a friend or whatever. It's so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've kind of been finding that with like this podcast, obviously, but like, I don't know. It, it's weird. <laughs> It's just, I don't know. <laughs> do you find it like coincidental a lot of the times or do you think it just happens that way for a reason? Um, I definitely, definitely firmly believe it happens for a reason. I think, I think no matter what you're trying to do, as long as you're working towards it, it'll happen and things will happen because you're going. So like if you're sitting there wishing for something, it's not going to happen. But if you make and it doesn't have to directly coincide with, what's going on but like just because you go out and meet somebody they end up being somebody somewhere three months later for you or something like that like if you yeah. go to a bar or go to a show you end up meeting somebody that like fun fact do you like stories yeah hell yeah <laughs> i feel like i'm talking a lot no it's you're you're in the right place to be talking a lot so we we went on tour a couple of years ago, probably like, yeah, two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so somebody, somebody was doing an interview for us and uh, this girl interviewed us um, at one of our shows we were playing. So like our kickoff, this was in like uh, Lakewood, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, we played a show, we got interviewed and then we did our tour. Some time passed. Well, I got asked to come into tragic hero records and i i went in and uh a girl that interviewed us ended up getting a job at tragic hero records and yeah. she opened the door and was like hey i know you and that was that was like that was the first kind of deal and then we kind of went in there and i talked to the president and stuff and or the guy that runs whatever branch um and then he he started to like introduce me to all of the workers and stuff there mm-hmm. and 
they ended up all knowing my band because of blah, 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 all because of just little things that I've done. So that made me look way cool. Um, I, it's <laughs> just stuff like that. Yeah, That's it's just crazy. little just all end up coming together for some reason. So That's interesting. Now, I'm a firm believer in fate, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. For sure, man. Absolutely. You have to believe in something at least. Um, so I kind of want to ask this before we start wrapping up, um, wrapping it up, but like, all right, so this might be a little personal. I don't know if you don't feel comfortable asking this or answering this. Don't, don't even, but, uh, do you, do you think like your type of home life, like you growing up, however you grew up, did that affect you getting into, I guess, heavier music or whatever you want to call this? Um, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna say, yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, like, I don't want to be before we leave all doom and gloom and stuff, but yeah, it, it definitely there's like there's like being alone, and then there's like being alone with yourself, which is a whole, I think, a whole deeper level of when nothing makes you happy and nothing's like makes you feel anything really um there's only certain things you can feel and when i started listening to like heavier stuff or even even lighter it's not what's said it's how it's said mm -hmm. uh there's just something that brings out like i i kind of i almost base all of our music off of that like i i don't know what it says about me as a person but it all it almost makes me feel good when there's no hope and there's like like it's all bad like nothing's nothing's it almost feels good to say it's never gonna get better like it's this whole weird thing that i like to bring into the music and like i want you to i don't want you to necessarily or necessarily feel like that but if that's how you feel i want you to say it and kind of feel better like owning your own thing i feel that that's dope um but no i mean like we wouldn't leave on a you know a sad note anyways because i wanted to know about um the ep real quick uh so somewhere in slumber that that just dropped here in february of 2020 whatever um yeah. so are we just kind of like chilling on that and seeing like what's up you know and seeing like the response uh or are you secretly working on some other stuff oh i'm i'm always right man we got i got a, <laughs> i got a new ep coming out in probably october oh nice yeah and the EP oh, was really sick, by the way. Thank you. We have a, actually, I have a five year anniversary of our first EP that we did. That's coming out next month in June. And that's all like pop punk stuff. Mm -hmm. um, it's all like, it's what we used to do is like neck DB stories of our stuff. Um, I'll, yeah, I got, I got that. And I got our, our new, our new vision, my, my new, new stuff gonna be less heavy but that's what i'm feeling yeah i can't wait to hear it dude like uh, i've liked everything i've heard so far so i'm sure it's gonna be great but dude um dude thanks so much for your time <laughs> sorry for uh if, if this was a drag for you i hope you had a good time with it though <laughs> is there any like crazy stories from like being on the road that you want to share i don't i don't want to like overcat overshadow this Seth, you can ask me anything you want for the next 
however long. I'm I'm totally down. I I have a million tour stories that I could talk your ear off. You can just like, what what do you what do you like? What who what band do you like? Um, let's see, like, dude, I like all I like all the you know like solid state type of bands. Um, any scene band, dude. I'm I'm into it. Like I, I'm I have like followed this shit forever. So you know Chelsea Grin, Memphis, Mayfire, Bring Me. Okay, cool. Just, yeah. well, I, I got a couple quick stories, then yeah, I'll sure. just... But, uh, so Memphis Mayfire parked next to us when we played a date at Warped. Um, that was that was kind of cool. Their bus was right next to ours. They just walked past us. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> that was that was kind of neat. I didn't get to talk to them or anything like that. We kind of had to go. It was, a weird, it was a weird time. We were so in a rush that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we came as Romans when I was 12 years old. They were at a mall selling CDs and they tried to, uh, one, I forgot, I, I forgot who it was. I don't know the names, um, but he tried to sell me a, a CD and I was 12, so I didn't have any money, but he, he, he was like, here, check this out. He had like a CD player. He's like, listen to this song. And I was like, this is awesome. This is cool. And I didn't know it was them until way later i found out that they used to do that and i i remember the band prior to hearing the band and not so that was cool uh we had a firework fight with blood on the dance floor and broken side so it was <laughs> it was us so. broken side, blood on the dance floor and we were just shooting roman candles at each other outside of a venue one time um those yeah, guys, man. those guys seem really cool too. Yeah, we met uh we met Joey Jordison in Iowa. We were we oh, just shot Guitar Center, and he was there, so that was cool. We we talked for hours. Uh, it's it's pretty crazy, man. Uh, That's crazy. Like you know, Alisana, right? Yeah. Yeah, Sean Milky hugged me for a while. We spent like an Easter at uh in Pennsylvania like three years ago now. But it was that was crazy. We we spent we spent a whole weekend with him. Yeah, um, yeah, man, it's it's nuts. That's that, pretty crazy. My uh, my uncle is in a Crown the Empire music video, which is kind of <laughs> weird. Their their new one for twenty twenty, like mm-hmm. the guy, my uncle. It's weird. <laughs> why why is it your uncle? Like, what does he do? He like he moved out to LA to be like an actor and a model and stuff, and now he's doing that and like dog rescue. Sure. I guess yeah, they they I don't know how it happened, but they his agent or his manager was like, "Do you want to be in a video <laughs> video?" And he's like, "Yeah." So he he texts me and he's like, "Hey, do you know who Crown the Empire is?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, for sure." <laughs> and he goes, well, "I'm in their music video," and he sent it to me, and I was like, "What?" what? <laughs> crazy that's hilarious yeah i mean yeah man there's there's so many weird things that happen that's a blast dude but um man thank you so much for your time man i'm not gonna hold you up any longer um i got some stuff i gotta get onto, and i'm sure you do as well so um, i just want to thank you for your time and of course are there any final thoughts anything you want to tell the viewers about you know what you got going on anything that you want to say before we head out Oh my God, go to shows. Everybody, go to shows. 
support your friends, support local musicians, support all of your photography people, anybody that does anything artistic and stuff, because we're going back. Just abide guidelines and stuff so that we can go back to normal life for the love of God, please. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Dude, thank you so much, man. We're going to, we'll go ahead and get out of here. And if you're still listening, thank you guys so much. Thank you again, Jake. And, you know, hopefully we'll talk again soon. For sure, man. Thanks, Seth. Yeah, no problem. Um, That was it, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It really does mean a whole lot. Okay. We'll be coming back at you next week with the new episode. I love all of you out there who have followed me and continue to follow me sometimes i I lose followers sometimes i gain them but you know what at the end of the day all i really want is a core you know group that i can talk to about music that that just means a whole lot to me okay don't really have a whole lot of friends okay (laughs) um i'm not maybe the best social person i don't say things the way i would like to express them always but you know i try my best i'm only a human and I do make mistakes. For everyone that has stuck around, I really do appreciate it. Please support any way you can. Like the video, share, subscribe, ring that notification button. You want to be notified every time I drop something. It could be at any period of time. And you can support the podcast. There are links down below in the description. Also, one more thing for you. Okay, it has been brought to my attention via TikTok. Okay, that... I don't have a lot of playlists on Spotify. Being as a podcast, I should have very awesome playlists. And I agree with you. And I've been making playlists uh, as much as possible, really. I have a Native Diamond playlist, which is basically all the new releases in like metal, core, alternative, whatever you want to call it. And also have a lot of, you know, just playlists that I've been making that kind of relate to certain times in my life, you know, middle school, growing up, finding emo, finding my own taste in music, so to speak, stuff like that. So like, if you're interested in shit like that, go check it out on Spotify. And if you guys are still listening, (laughs) I love you guys. All right. I'm out of here for real this time. All right. Take care this week. And I hope you guys crush it. Shine on. 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 Hell Hell yeah. Hell yeah.